Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of the Birthday Boy podcast. This is a very special edition of the Birthday Boy podcast, and that's the word I'm using to describe it because it's a very uh, poor quality audio, lazy version of the podcast. Because I don't have my normal uh, setup here, I am, I am in fact on vacation still. It's Friday, July 5th, 2019. I want to keep my, I, I don't know if I was a promise, I think I mentioned I was going to release a podcast every Friday, and I'd like to try and stick to that, even on vacation, because I'm magnanimous, if nothing else. And uh, frankly, I mean, geez, if we're going by the, the actual schedule, I, I should be on like episode five or six by now, but this is episode 10, so goddamn, I am the gift that keeps on giving. I've done so many bonus episodes. And one of these days, uh, that's probably going to be uh, a pay feature of the podcast. Not, th- not now, though. Not yet. So don't worry. Anyways, welcome to a very special episode 10 of Birthday Boy Podcast. A much a lesser sound quality, a lazier version, a probably a shorter version. Uh, but nevertheless, this is in fact episode 10 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Hello. Hello. Hello, Cliffy. Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff Cliff. Cliffy. It's podcast time. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Are you listening? Full stick of butter. Cliffy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Give me a call at your convenience, okay? Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Here's the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. The one and the only, Johnny Boy. My little baby boy. Baby butter boy. Womack style. Cliffy. I love you. Toggling your balls. (sighs) Toggling your balls. Uh, if nothing else, I make myself laugh at myself. It's just below your nipple. <sighs> the biggest one yet. All right. Toggle your balls. Toggling your balls. Can't not let this whole thing play out, right? Slacks, Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Weathens. Oh my God. It's going to be outrageous. Your grandmother. I like your rubric. rubric. Break down Dale Winslow. Oh, Degrade me. Cliffy Baseball. Hey, Cliffy Baseball. This is Uncle My Cliff. Little baby butter boy, little butter boy, All right. Cliffy boy, so, boy. So I realize I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to fade something out in Garage That's Band. That's how you get blisters, Cliffy. That's uh, how you get blisters. Okay, Uncle Cliff. I don't, know how to f- in my mouth. I don't know how to fade something out in GarageBand on the iPad. So I just have to cut this. Toggle your balls. Toggle your balls for seven straight days, Cliffy. Huh. Toggling your balls. Yep, toggling your balls. Baby butter boy. All right. 
Welcome to episode 10. The biggest and the best. It is the biggest. You goddamn butter boy, son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't get a fuck of you, son of a bitch. It is the, the Womack family holiday spectacular. I can't talk over my own Your characters. Your grandmother just told me the good news. Yep. There's good like news. Call it the Pizzle. The Pizzle. Helmet mayonnaise. This is... Rocket's <laughs> red gland, the bombs <laughs> bursting in air. And a delicious Helios I just need to cut this. Well, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot today. I'm Womack learning how to style. do a podcast on on uh, on the iPad, and so th- there it is. I just had to. Sorry, it, there's nothing fancy. I've already told you. There's nothing fancy about today's podcast. This is going to. That's why it's called a special edition. It doesn't mean there's anything actually special about it. It's just a much lesser quality. But I'm using the euphemism of sorts and calling it a special. It's a very special edition of the podcast coming to you from my very own vacation. So, yeah, I think I I think I have mentioned this at the at the start of today's very special podcast. Um and it's not very special. Remember in the 80s everything was very special. All the sitcoms had very special episodes where last week's episode was like really funny for 25 minutes for half an hour. And this week is a very special episode where, you know, one of our beloved characters was sexually abused or locked in a refrigerator and died or um, their house burned down, any number of things. Or a friend was killed in a drunk driving accident, uh, drug things. Those were the very special episodes, which means very special means it's not as good as last week's episode. Um, so that could be the case. This could be a this if that's the case. This could be a very very special episode because, uh, yeah, I'm what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play. I've got a bunch of clips, and these were just uh, these were just my musings as I was sitting out on the beach, in uh, the uh, as I mentioned the westernmost section of eastern North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and. Uh, yeah, I've got some clips that I'm going to play just as I sat there in the sun. And it was the end of the day, too. It wasn't like I went out at 2 in the afternoon, which is awful. I don't understand how so many people can sit. You know, New England is one thing. It's hot enough to come down to a place like this, the Carolinas, Florida, and to sit out in this humidity and this heat with the blazing sun at 2 in the afternoon, the, you know, the most intense times of the day. And that's when every motherfucker's out there. I don't get it, and the only times that I've been outside to the beach or the pool or the ocean or any of that stuff is either really early in the morning or really late in the evening. Basically, any time I go on these vacations, and my goal is to never apply sunscreen because I'm never out in the sun. That's my goal. My goal is to never touch a drop of sunscreen and not need it, not even look out the window. Curtains closed, air conditioning blasting, video games on. But we did go out Sunday night. It was late enough. The sun the sun hung low over the evening sky. That doesn't that doesn't make sense at all. The sun hung low in the evening sky over over the town, over the westernmost portion of eastern North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. 
And uh, so it was good enough to just kind of sit. The kids played in the ocean, played on the beach, played in the sand, the mud, dirt, all that shit, shells, all that crap. And uh, we, I sat there with, uh, you know, with a with a lady with a pioneer woman's bonnet over my head, and uh, Jackie O sunglasses, you know, and um, and a and a parasol, and a full a full uh, a full sheet, a tarp, basically over me. Just to just to have full protection. Uh, it was like seven o'clock in the evening. There was no sun really even touching me, and I was still pretty annoyed by most of what was going on on the beach. And so I'm going to play you some of those clips on this very special edition of episode ten of the Birthday Boy podcast. I hope you like episode nine. I really one thing that killed me is I I had an episode nine of the podcast, and uh, as a big uh, Howard Stern fan, Gary Delabate, you know. Episode nine, and I not once did I say nine. That was that annoyed me. I didn't even say nine once. So here I am on episode ten saying nine. I'm on ten saying nine, and I'm on the ninth floor. Anyway, floor number nine. Uh, I, before I get to my clips, I'm gonna play you these clips in a sec. And before I get to any of that, I've got some notes. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Boy. I've got a lot of things, and I, I think a lot of these are going to have to wait until episode 11 when I'm back in the comfort of of my home studio instead of here at the, at the Hopkins compound here on the ninth floor because uh, I just uh, – there's not a ton of time. And quite frankly, I don't want to spend hours and hours putting together this episode because it's a very special episode, and it re- requires minimal amount of attention. So that's what I'm—that's really what I'm going to give it—a minimal amount of care and attention. And I'm probably most of this episode is going to be some clips of me ranting. I, I had my phone and I had my earbuds. It's basically the same setup I have right now. And I sat on the beach in a beach chair, just rambling. And Kim was next to me. You may hear her voice. There's a couple parts where the wind picked up too much. Uh, when I was just talking directly into the phone, and then I switched over to the earbuds to the microphone, that made it a lot better. Uh, I even, uh, amazingly enough, Uncle Cliff was able to call Cliffy from the same location on the beach. So there's a brand new. I have a whole, I have a whole backlog of these calls that Cliff's family have made to him over the last few months. The first, I think the first call that was made it was from Grandpa Cliff, and I think it was. November. It was the beginning of November. So these calls have only been going on for, what, seven months, eight months? I have a whole bunch. I still have a whole backlog. I mean, he's gotten calls from the Macho Man Randy Savage that I've never played. Uh, Calls from Dr. Huxtable. I've only played one. There's been more. There's still Grandma Cliff calls that I don't believe have made it on yet. So there's a whole backlog. But there's a brand new Uncle Cliff call. Uh, that seems relevant and topical because he called from the beach uh, talking about the Summer Spectacular, the Womack Family Summer Spectacular. You know about the Holiday Spectacular. Well, there's a Summer Spectacular. Those Womacks, they love to have those spectaculars. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of stories, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to tell any of them right now, but I am going to tell one because it took place here. I think the only thing, the, the only topics of conversation conversation i'm talking to myself what the fuck am i oh my god the only topics uh that we're gonna get to here on the podcast in uh, directly relate to this this past week i think that's it uh i will tell you i don't have this written down 
we drove from uh, we we met we met Uncle Pete and Aunt Carolyn in Providence, Rhode Island, which is supposed to be about an hour drive, a little over an hour drive. Uh, and it was about a almost a two hour drive because I mean Friday New England traffic is always awful, and then the Friday before the Fourth of July is the worst day uh, ever. So you can't get you can't get to your mailbox without being stuck in gridlock. It's unbelievable. So we uh, but we drove down, had a nice lunch, and then uh, we drove through New York, drove through the city, pulled off. Pulled off on the old FDR, drove through Midtown a little bit, you know, wanted the kids to see Times Square because obviously we have not taken them there because we suck. Uh, but we figured, hey, at least we can roll down the windows. And I used that as an opportunity. My excuse was that I wanted the kids to see Times Square and see Midtown and all this stuff. You know, we drove past Radio City, Avenue of the Americas, Broadway, 7th. You know, all that all that cool, happy shit, all the touristy shit, saw all the characters, saw Spider-Man and Elmo and Mario and the Autobots were out in Times Square posing for pictures, all that shit. And, and I used that as an opportunity. Again, my excuse was, hey, let's take the kids to show them Times Square. What they didn't realize is that was just a trick. Uh, I tricked them into thinking that I was, you know, doing something nice for them but really we got there and all I did was roll down the windows and just start screaming about the birthday boy podcast to anybody you know people crossing the street in front of the car people just sitting around you know taking pictures talking to Elmo talking to Super Mario and I just screamed out the window at birthday boy podcast this podcast is unbelievable it's the greatest the birthday boy podcast hey everybody listen to the birthday boy podcast and of course the kids and Kim were just like it was pretty much a replay of me yelling, I should check the PP. Check the PP. They were hiding under their own, under their own chairs in the car. So that was that was great and I just was screaming birthday boy. So we got off to drive through Times Square, to drive through Midtown so that I could yell birthday boy podcast. And that's what I did. And now I'm sure and hello to anybody who was in Times Square last Friday. Uh hello and welcome to the show. I hope I hope that me screaming at you uh, brought you here. Uh, I'm certain that zero people have uh, have added to the show. I have I've added zero subscribers from that stunt. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably just saying hi to the usual gang. But who knows? Maybe if there was someone, there's some guy sitting there on the corner eating his pizza, wondering what to do with his life, wondering if his life had any purpose, any meaning, as he stared around the, the, the bright lights of the big city feeling so small and insignificant. And then I went flying by with my head out the window yelling, Birthday Boy Podcast! And maybe I've turned his life around. Maybe. And to that youngster I say, Welcome. Welcome, friend. This is going to be a very, very uplifting experience. Even though, you know, positivity is for shitheads and I hate most things like people and the sun warmth, barbecues, the beach. Uh, but maybe maybe you'll see somebody who's miser more miserable than yourself, youngster, and, uh, and that will help you feel better about yourself. I, I don't know. Or maybe worse, because you realize how much people are, you know, they stink. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> I, uh, I got a great email. I thought it was a nice email. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. If you email, I'm going to definitely read 
your emails and I don't uh, I don't mind reading them. I hope you don't mind me reading them. If you email birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com, and I hope you do, with any kind of feedback, any stories, tales you want me to tell, or uh, responses or things that I may have left out of a story that maybe includes you. Um, but this is a fantastic email. Uh, let's see here. Amy. Amy Tig. Very good friend. Going back to the Barnes & Noble days. And I've, I've barely even... I haven't even... Other than the birthday boy blowjob story, I haven't told any Barnes and Noble stories, and I've got one that I keep I keep teasing and pushing off each week, and it's going to be a letdown when I tell this story. It's the bowling story, uh, and it's it's going to be it's going to be a good one I think. But uh, here's Amy Tig writes, young young Amy Tig from Schenectady from Niskey Unit, New York. Uh, hello, sir. Which I love, because I, I can only assume that that's a response. That's a reference to me calling Nate Sir uh, in previous episodes of the podcast. Love it. Uh, Amy writes, hello, sir. I believe that you may be the angriest motherfucker I have ever heard in my life. Maybe. Uh, your podcast just reaffirms how much I hate everyone and everything in the world. People, barbecues, shopping, the sun. Did I mention people? This, honestly, I read something like that, and it warms my heart. It's, it's so nice. When I find that there's other people, it's nice to share things, things that you like and things that you enjoy. To, but when you find somebody who hates the same things that you hate, and it's also things that most people don't hate, uh, it feels so good. That's why, that's why Kimmy and I are married, and that's why I'm friends with people like Amy. Just being able to come together by mutual hatred of so many things that brings so much joy to others is really what keeps me getting out of bed in the morning. Uh, let's see. Did I mention it? Yeah. I would give it five stars on Apple iTunes, but I legit hate Apple. And that's where we differ. That's, that's where we differ because I love Apple. I realize that they're just, they're just ripping money out of my pocket. I have no control. I, you know, there's a new iPhone every couple of years and an iPad, and I have, uh, I have uh, two, two like Macs and MacBooks and iPads and iPhones and iPods, and I'm I'm stuck. I I can't. Maybe I don't like Apple. I just can't. Uh, you know, I have like Stockholm syndrome, and I've you know I've developed an affinity for my captor. That could be this. That could be the the situation that we're dealing with. But I I do love. As I was um, as I was cleaning my iPhone the other day, Cam walked into the room and I was I was just you know a little cloth. I was just polishing my iPhone to put it back in the case, uh, and Cam walked in and uh, I told her as I was as I was polishing the iPhone, a nice shine to it, and I just said, "Man," I said. The only thing I love more than my own kids is this iPhone. And uh, she laughed and then cried and then punched me and then cried some more. And then I laughed and then she punched me again and ran away. And of course, that's all true. That's a completely factual story. Although I did say that I do love my iPhone more than my own children. And at this point, my kids get it and they laugh and in therapy they'll hopefully laugh about all these stories too someday 
Okay, so uh, what did Amy say? Oh, yeah. If you could just leave out the parts with your kids in it because they make me smile too much, I hate being that happy. I'm guessing by the fact my name is in my email, you know it's me, but your podcast is killing it and totally gets me through my editing work. Amy Tig uh, is a fantastic photographer, by the way. I don't mind mentioning that. I'll give a, a plug, a shout-out of sorts. Amy Tig Photography. I think that's what it's called. She's on Facebook. Amy Tig. She's a great photographer. Go, go check her out. She had these unbelievable photos of her, of her, of her kids, uh, her daughter, uh, catching fireflies a few nights ago. Uh, they're perfect. They're perfect. Just perfect. Okay. Uh, I think you and Big P. Oh, yeah, her husband. Uh, that's another nickname that I gave. Uh, I don't know his real first name. I've long since forgotten it because I've known Amy and Big P for... 15 years plus, and I, I knew his name back then. Uh, I've not only forgotten it, I've deliberately looked away whenever somebody mentions his actual first name because I don't, I don't want to know it at this point because he's Big P. He has no first or last name, just Big P. Uh, anyways, Amy says, I think you and Big P need to do an episode together where you talk about things that anger you about life. At one time, I seriously thought about recording Paul whenever he... Oh, his name's Paul. She writes it down in the email. Big P's name is Paul. It's, I'm going to try to pretend I didn't see that. I'll, I'll go back. and At one time, I seriously thought about recording Big P whenever he goes into an anger rant and turning into a podcast. Parenthetically, Amy adds, he went on about Sammy Sosa or uh, Sammy Souser for about two hours one day. He could even wear one of his English football jerseys <laughs> just to make you extra upset. Oh, Big P, you're breaking my heart with your jerseys. What is this? I've never Suddenly I have all these friends who wear jerseys. I've never seen any of them in a jersey. They're just like these closet jersey-wearing people. Here I am thinking I've got a bunch of friends not wearing jerseys, and all these assholes are wearing jerseys. What the fuck? Uh, he could even wear one of his English football jerseys to make you extra upset. Seriously, though, I am really enjoying it. In conclusion, fuck this weather. We miss you, your wife, your kids, and keep killing it with that podcast, birthday boy. Thanks, Amy. That's awesome. That's a great email. Okay, so I have now switched. I've switched uh, devices again. I've got the Mac working. It's better than using the iPad, uh, but I'm going to be done soon. I've had enough. Oh, look at this. This is really, yeah, I've got a really, what I would call a terrible microphone. Um, it just sounds like crap, but I wanted to at least put a podcast out today. So I've got, as I mentioned, a bunch of clips, and I'm going to arrange them and play them, and that's pretty much it. It's me at various times sitting on the beach complaining about the beach, uh, and then at one point I was complaining about beach volleyball, and then uh, last night I complained about the fireworks, and then a cliffy call that was made from the beach. So really, uh, ironically, as much as I detest the beach, I got a lot of, I got a decent amount of podcasting done out there on the old beach. Uh, I mentioned that I was going to maybe do some stories. I'm not going to. I've got a bunch of stories, and I'm going to wait to tell them, because the, I, I hate the audio quality of this right now. So uh, I've done enough talking. I hope you had a nice 4th of July. <laughs>
<laughs> no, I didn't. No, I don't. I don't care if you had a nice 4th of July. Uh, but I hope you did. But I don't care. Uh, yeah, I've got a whole list. So many topics. There's so many things I want to talk about. Oh, man, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to save it until I'm... I'm going to save it until I'm back. I'm back in the home studio. Because I want those stories to be... Uh, while, while they may not be of the highest quality content-wise, I want them to be of the highest quality audio-wise. So I'm, I've decided I'm saving all of my stories until next week when I'm back. When I'm back in the, in the home base master control studio. So I'm going to play some, uh, some of the clips that I recorded on my phone. Uh, you know, quality is what it is. And uh, we'll do another a legit podcast. We'll have uh, episode 11 it will not be very special. It will just be a regular old birthday boy podcast when I get back next week. So enjoy these uh, random clips of me ranting and uh, whatnot into my phone from earlier this week. Okay. Okay. Here's a question for you. Since when the hell did pigeons start showing up on the beach? Look at this pigeon. I'm sitting on the beach now, this son of a bitch, this flying, dirty rat with wings is just flying feet away from my face. I'm not particularly enjoying this because I've got a big foggy sand mask on my glasses because the wind just blows sand and it cakes on my glasses, so it's great. It's not enough that I was punished with terrible vision. Now I have to be punished by going to the beach with these glasses with sand all over them. It's not like I'd get sand on my eyeballs if I was just a non-glasses guy with perfect vision. But life doesn't work out like that, does it? So here I am, with covered with sand patches on my eyes, watching pigeons fly on the beach. Pigeons? When the hell did pigeons come? Live from the beach. I hate... like swimming. Why am I going to swim in the ocean? Because now, all of a sudden, now sharks, in the 80s, sharks didn't come near the beach, ever. Not when I was a kid. Back in my, back in my day, sharks stayed in their place, and pigeons were in cities, not beaches. Anyway, this is Birthday Boy, signing off from the beach. It's too goddamn hot. Okay, so that was the first clip, and as you can tell, it's it was very windy. I was just talking directly into the phone, not into my earbud microphone thing. Uh, I cut a lot of that out because it was just awful. The wind got even worse, and you you can't even hear what I'm saying. I, I was complaining there was a dog, there was a little girl walking her dog right next to where we were sitting. Like you got the whole fucking beach to yourself, and you're gonna walk the dog next to us just sitting here. Yeah, sure, let them let piss and shit all over right in front of us. Cool, 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 cool. And, and the pigeons, too. So uh, so I've got more clips. I think the next one is pretty windy, too. I don't think there's much of it that's, that's audible, but there's a little bit at the beginning. And then after that, I use my, uh, I use my, my earbuds to pick up the, uh, the sound a little bit better. So here comes the next clip. Uh, so just one more, still on the beach here, I forgot, this 
there was a mother and son. By the way, the, 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 the waves, the rapids. No, that's in a river. <laughs> the ocean rapids. The sea was angry that day, my friends. The current, the tide, the moon and the tide, the current, the ocean rapids are rapidly smashing into this into the, into the beach yeah the ocean rapids are rapidly smashing into the beach I think that's that's pretty poetic that's science and um, yeah mother and son got up and thought hey nobody's in the ocean at all even lifeguards because it's way too dangerous let's take our little boogie boards and go for a little boogie out on the and then we instantly watched them you know in a, the course of about 10 seconds sail to from South Carolina to, I think, Delaware. It took about 18 seconds because the tide is moving that fast. The funniest part is they're with, like, a group of people. They're their family or something. <laughs> and uh, nobody seems to care. Nobody seems to care. Some more breaking news is my youngest child who endlessly collects shells that look exactly the same or look like pieces of cement from a construction site. She only she only likes the shells that look like you can get them from a quarry. And puts them every goddamn vacation. I have two pockets full of shells, 90 pounds, my pants down around my ankles, with all the shells and garbage that gets put into my pockets. And now they're in the arm with the cup holder of the chair. And then uh, Kimmy just got splashed with water as she was dumping another another load from the quarry onto the onto the chair. Shovel filled with water. Let me scoop up one shell and the entire ocean full of water and dump it on my mother. It's one of the many fun things that can happen here at the beach. Pigeons. Zika. No, Zika. No, that's lakes. We were talking about lakes. I said this this sand nonsense in the face doesn't happen at lakes, and then Kimmy reminded me that Zika happens at lakes. Zika. So bugs with Zika. So really there's no good place to go. Although you know what? I sat on the couch for a few hours with the blinds closed and played Halo, and that was that was the happiest I think I've been so far. As I've said, as I, as I said to my mom, the ideal vacation for me uh, is just going to uh, to another place, having having a different backdrop while I play video games, something like that. I said it better than that, but that's it. All right, that's it from the beach. Again. Okay. So the next clips, there's more of the same, except I think the next one is when I finally put my earbuds in with a microphone, and it sounds much better. Hopefully that wasn't too just uh, disastrous and dreadful to listen to with all the wind from the beach. Uh, these ones will hopefully be better, so here they come. Okay, testing... Testing one, two, three from the from the beach into my little earbuds microphone. 
It just gets windier and windier. It's so windy, and now I feel like I'm wearing an eye patch because my glasses have so much sand on them that's caked on from the wind. There's pigeons, and they, the pigeons probably have the Zika virus. There's Zika pigeons on the beach now. There's dogs pissing, shitting all over. There's poop specks. Huh? Whoa. Oh, the gull. Oh, the seagull. The seagull and the pigeon are having it out. Is that what's happening? Turf wars. You don't belong here, pigeon. This isn't your turf. You should know better. You're a city bird. It's just when I see seagulls flying around in Boston and I say no, even though I'd prefer to see them than pigeons. But at least that, they have an excuse. It's right on the coast. Pigeons. Who needs you? Anyway, hopefully this sounds better. I don't know. Okay. All right. Pigeon update. This pigeon, dude, that pigeon has red eyes. That's a red-eyed goddamn pigeon. They all have red eyes? Oh my god, it's a zombie pigeon. His feathers are all fucked up. Probably from getting in so many fights with seagulls. Because you don't belong on the beach, you pigeon! Get out of here! Look at him. Yeah, you sucker. Yeah. Enjoy your feathers, you idiot. Stupid pigeon. He, he took off. He got startled by Kimmy trying to kick his sand at him. And then the feathers opened up, and that just carried him halfway to Canada. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't fight it. That was great, though. He doesn't deserve it. I'm sorry. I mean, the beach is for everybody, but not for pigeons. What's he doing? He's eating. Well, good. You kicked him right to the food. Now he'll never leave. Anyway, so that's what's doing. Pigeons have over... Zombie Zika pigeons have overtaken the beach. Man, and they were playing beach volleyball earlier. I would love to know from somebody who plays beach volleyball and enjoys it, how? How are you able to enjoy it? What is what is it about the beach volleyball that you enjoy? And how? I can't imagine. In the middle of the day with the sun beating down. To me, the only purpose of being on the beach is to go swimming, to cool off in the ocean. And the sand is really just the buffer. It's just the nuisance that separates you from land and the in swimming and yet people have figured out ways to make use of the sand that gets in your ass and your pants and your bathing suit and your sneakers and your in your feet and all that's your car what am i talking about sand i don't even know i'm just carrying on. i'm just rambling but this beach volleyball just looks like it just looks like the worst of the beach like to the sun, to me, the worst of the beach is all of the stuff on the beach—the blazing sun, the heat, and the sand blowing all over the place. 
the one good thing about the beach is cooling off in the water, even with all the bacteria and sharks. And so these people choose, instead of going into the beach and going swimming, hey, let's, let's just not cool off at all and just be really hot and humid. Oh, here comes another seagull. He's just hovering. Oh, it's the same seagull. The pigeon's that way. Go, go get them if you need them. Look at this. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the beach volleyball thing, that's, that's my idea of hell. Is to go out in the middle of the afternoon and play beach volleyball on a, on a June or July or August, summer's day, playing beach volleyball in the blazing sun at high noon. And that's what these people do all day. All day. I don't get it. Oh, my God. It's, it's bad enough just sitting here doing nothing, let alone being up and banging balls all over the place. Banging balls on the beach. Bozo. Bozo beach bang ball on the beach. That's what they should call it. Bozo beach bang. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at least the at least there's a breeze. Of course, again, it's the same breeze that's carrying all the sand right to my face. Right to my glasses. The seagull is... Look at that, he's going right after that pigeon again. Anytime he sees that pigeon. The seagull's doing the right thing. Because again, the pigeon needs to know. He needs to know what's up. The pigeon needs to The pigeon needs to know he is not welcome here. And I'm sorry to have that you know, that kind of attitude where all all should be welcome, but they shouldn't on the beach. Not all are welcome on the beach. Pigeons, sorry, you gotta go. You you've gotta go. You've got to go. You gots to go. All right. That's it. See if these make it make their way into the podcast. If I just keep doing these, I won't have to do a podcast. I just record little snippets and then put them on the podcast every week. It makes life easier. All right. All right. So one more from the beach here. We've been out here for about an hour. It's been about an hour. I think it's been about, yeah, it's been 6.15, it's about 7.20 on June 30th as I'm recording this from the beach, and we've been out here for about an hour, and I I honestly, I don't, I don't know what the point is, like what are we, what are we supposed to be watching, the ocean waves, I mean I'm watching my kids have fun, I guess that's okay, but they're mostly just sitting there. Yeah, you. (laughs) And one of them heard me say that they're mostly just sitting there. And I think she's running out to prove me wrong. Yeah, see, now she's hopping up and down. Okay, now she's back to just sitting there. See, I told you. And then they scoop up mud and throw it back into the ocean, right where it came from. That's it, just scooping up mud tossing it back into the ocean and I'm just sitting here I mean again if I were swimming that's something to do I enjoy swimming I'm a lifelong swimmer since I was a baby since I was a little baby boy I've been swimming and I love swimming I enjoy swimming but even when I was a kid I remember I get out of the ocean and it's like okay well now what and the whole you know you sit you just sit you just sit on the beach 
and I would just sit and wonder like what are we doing next we're just and that was it that's next next is four hours of lying down on sand that's it we you drive hundreds of miles to lie down on sand and then get skin cancer that's what you do and you know you're born you drive hundreds of miles to get skin cancer and you die if you're lucky you get to swim in the ocean somewhere in between and I don't I don't fully get it I remember again as a kid sitting there on that beach I didn't know what else to do everybody else the whole world is sitting on the beach just lying there getting suntan sunburns whatever listening to crappy music with their beer koozies and I didn't know what else to do and I couldn't leave because I was a little kid so I was just stuck there and even as a little kid I thought what's what are we doing what's the point it's uncomfortable I don't enjoy it it's it doesn't make any sense to me if I'm gonna lie down why don't I just go get in bed why don't people travel hundreds of miles to get in a, a nicer bed than the one they own and sleep if you're gonna sleep on the beach and then wake up with a sunburn why don't you just travel to why don't they have like big nap resorts and you can just sit in a bed and just nap I'd like that but the uh, the irony is upstairs there is a nice bed and some nice TVs and you can close the curtains we have that and yet here we sit out on the beach sand in my glasses sand in my my, my flip-flops and my feet my, my shorts getting into everything the kids are the kids are gonna be caked in mud because like I said they just sit in that mud and make little well, I was gonna say mud pies but <laughs> maybe you'll use a better word I just pick up mud and throw it back in I don't fully I don't know you just that's what you do you just sit here and okay well this just in, we found something else that, uh, well, <laughs> okay, so this, this just into the beach newsroom, as I'm wondering what's the point of all this beach stuff, suddenly there's a whole army of the elderly. Those aren't even metal detectors. What the hell do they have? They just look like, they look like lacrosse net. They're slotted spoons. They're little slotted soup strainer spoons on a stick. They took a Swiffer duster stick and a spoon and tied it together with some twine. And they're combing the beach for treasures. The treasures being the exact same shitty shells that my kids keep finding, <laughs> stuffing in our pockets as though as though we they have some value. She's bending over. I mean, what's the point of the spoon, dummy, if you're going to bend over? I don't know. They walk up and down this thing, looking, hunting for treasure. Look, not to be that guy, because my, my clothing options leave something to be desired, but if they're finding some kind of great treasure, they're not spending it on new shirts and pants, these people that I'm seeing walking up the beach. So I don't know. I don't know what they're finding. I think it's... I don't know. Maybe their eyesight's bad. They they think it's a gold doubloon, but it's like 
cigarette butts. Oh, I found another one. I'm not sure. But that, I think that's the thing. Everybody feels like this pressure to, you know, make the most of the... Oh, boy, the beach. Can't wait to get to the beach. Relax on the beach. Sit on the beach. Play beach volleyball. Sit on the umbrella. Listen to shitty music. Drink beer. Comb the beach for fucking treasure. None of that's interesting or fun. And I think we're just... We're looking for new things that to make it look like we're doing something interesting and new and exciting on the beach. But really... We've we've exhausted the, the the uses of the beach a long long time ago, and they're they're pretty minimal. And the ones the the uses that we have come up with for this beach are not all that great. And I I'm gonna get I really honestly any I think most people who lie on this beach all day in the middle of July or June whatever month it is all summer long they just lie on the beach and they work on their tan and they just sit there hours and hours and hours lying on the beach. I I fully believe none of them are even remotely enjoying it. I also believe none of them even know that they don't enjoy it. They have so forced themselves to, to like it because that's what they've been taught from a young age that that's what you're supposed to do on the beach is just lie there, lie there in the sand, getting filthy and getting cancer. I, I, think, I think everybody just pretends that they enjoy it. And meanwhile, I think deep down inside, nobody is having any fun. They can't be. It's so uncomfortable blazing hot there's no way it's it's there's no way anybody likes it i'm sorry i just doubt it huh they like it kim says they like it who all of them all these suckers they they enjoy it you cut your butt on a shell oh your foot well we did we did set up set up shop on top of yeah that's the other thing we're not even sitting on sand we're just sitting on shells which really is not the beach isn't to blame it's our own stupidity we're just oh this looks like a great spot lots of jagged rocks and shells let's stick our bare feet into this pleasure palace of sand anyway okay kim tells me people like it i don't i don't get it i have i've spent many hours sitting on the beach and tanning because that's what i thought i'm supposed to, that i'm supposed to do and i've never once enjoyed even a second of it even remotely right now the sun is is going down at a pretty rapid rate so i'm enjoying that because it's not blazing hot if i didn't have sand all over my glasses i would enjoy it more boy this right lens is just covered with sand i'm i'm legally blind with the amount of sand that's on my glasses right now you have it too yeah it's gross that's that pretty much sums it up the beach yeah it's gross that's what it's just get me back get me back to that 4k television in the room and my video games that's all i want i love that i love that the kids are having fun yeah kimmy pointed out that the beautiful children are having fun that does make me happy i'm happy when they're happy but I'm also less happy when I'm unhappy. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather me be happy than them. <laughs> that's, that's more enjoyable for me. Anyway, no, I love it. They're, they're having fun. They're having a great time. They never want to leave. Just like every kid, they want to, they want to move to any kind of warm beach place. You know, yesterday. And of course. I tell Cam that we did live in a 
tropical paradise for a couple of years and she's forgotten most of it and I say boy you'd really love living in Florida where we used to live too bad you don't remember much of it but uh, all of the things you love about Myrtle Beach we had in Florida and then some and then I yanked you away from it so I like to I like to remind her of that from time to time when she says I wish we could move to a warm location with a beach oh we used to live there actually <laughs> and you don't remember any of it all those times we took you to Disney World too you have very few memories of that as well but we took her there I mean what do you want me to do I can't help it that she was two and can't remember anyway okay that's enough for this beach recording I feel like I was going to say something else about the beach but I can't remember well if it comes back to me I'll I'll come back and record it okay whoa ten minutes that's a lot of recording okay weren't those great weren't those just so interesting and easy to listen to as well I mean just the quality I'd say if nothing else the audio quality of this episode 10 this very special episode is uh, is is the best yet just easy to listen to uh, you're probably not feverishly adjusting the volume on your on your uh, on your car radio or your iPhone or whatever or whatever your listening uh, device of choice is uh, the vehicle by which you are uh, consuming the birthday boy podcast uh, you're probably adjusting the volume left and right it's probably a real pain in the ass and you can't wait for this one to be over I'm sure uh, okay so the next there's only a couple left that's the good news we're almost done uh, it's like a fucking you know, prostate exam. The good news is it's almost over. The bad news is I'm still in you. Quite deep. Uh, these next ones, uh, I, uh, I was working. I've got my, like I mentioned, I've got my little home office or my vacation office set up. I, I only had one day off this week. That was the 4th of July itself. And the rest of the time I was working. Eight hour days. And uh, just set up shop on a little table in the bedroom overlooking the ocean, the beach. It's quite quite lovely. And I, I probably already mentioned that on some, some of these recordings. Or maybe the upcoming recordings. I don't even know. I'm just playing them. Uh, but quite frankly, if uh, to choose between sitting out in the blazing sun uh, all day and being up in this room or sitting out and playing beach volleyball all day and being up in this room with the AC, a nice, cool, dark room, and just having to do work, I'd honestly take the work. Uh, which, uh, I believe I mentioned that almost verbatim on the upcoming clips that I'm about to play for you. Two final clips, and this is me. They're not two, there's two final clips, uh, two clips that are not the final clips. It's me talking about beach volleyball. My thoughts on beach volleyball. Uh, and then one final clip, we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, that was my commentary from last night's 4th of July. Fireworks spectacular. And speaking of spectaculars, we've got Uncle Cliff calling from the beach, a Womack family spectacular-related call uh, that we'll get to at the end. Okay, so here's me talking about beach volleyball. More recordings just right onto my iPhone, standing on the deck, standing on the patio overlooking, uh, the balcony overlooking the beach volleyball, and wondering why anybody would subject themselves to such horrible conditions in the blazing sun. Okay, here we go. All right, so how do I open this door? 
I'm watching. I'm working. I brought my work laptop and I'm working remotely whilst on vacation. I'm not on vacation. I'm wor- it's a work day. It's just a work day. The only day that's a vacation day is 4th of July. Every other day is just a regular. It's the same as any other day except I'm, I'm in a, a different location. That's all. I happen to look out the window. It's, a n- it's not a bad setup. I've got a little table. I've got my laptop. I've got my water. I've got the TV in front of me. It's, uh, it's not unlike the home setup. Except, you know, at home I sit and I look out in the trees. And uh, the trees and some, some of the other buildings nearby. In the, uh, but here, uh, I look out and it's a, it's a nice pretty view of the beach and the ocean. And there is a beach volleyball game taking place. And I'm watching these guys. This is, to me, again, this is a nightmare scenario. It's all dudes... One, two, three. There's all dudes. They're all like oiled up. <laughs> and they are just, they're beet red. They look, they all look like somebody uh, dumped the juice from the maraschino cherries onto them. They're just beet red. But they're out there just, you know, sweating and hitting that volleyball. And there's one female in the whole group. And the other thing is, these guys suck. I mean, this one guy, I watch him serve. He can't... How the fuck do you even get on this team? And I know it's just like, it's buddies. It's, you know, fam- maybe they're cousins, friends, on the little vacation together. This guy's got, he's setting up his serve. Here he comes. And, oh, that one actually made it over the net. Nobody on the other side. The kid served, a, that was a pretty good serve. Went to the other side. It bounced on the beach and then rolled out of bounds. And the, uh, what are there, five of them? I feel like there's supposed to be six. So it's five on five. All right, cool. They are awful. Oh, maybe not so bad. Oh, he tried to spike it, but it fell right in his face. And this one kid, this one kid on the other team who tried to serve, he couldn't get under the fucking net. I suck at volleyball, but I could I could serve. I could serve. My serve was worth a damn, at least. I could make it over the net. Oh, yeah, Spike. That looks so not fun. But you know what? It's fun to them, right? So what do I care? As long as I don't have to play beach volleyball in the blazing sun in the middle of the afternoon, at high noon, who gives a shit, right? That just looks... These fuckers, and the, the girl, too, are just bright red. So, good luck with the skin cancer, gents, and one lady. What, this one guy has a t-shirt on. There's one guy with a t-shirt. Man, oh, man. You're dumb. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating to watch. There's people, people are slowly starting to gather around the volleyball game. I'm not sure why. Is it one of those, like, so bad it's good kind of things? Because to me, it's so bad it's bad. It's not one of those, oh, my God, let's watch this. It's so bad. It's just not, it's not good, and it's not good. I mean, one guy just rolled the ball to another guy 
and uh, rest in peace, Bill Buckner, but he just Bucknered the thing. How do you Buckner a volleyball? How do you let a slow-moving volleyball go right under your legs and then he had to chase it halfway down the beach? Now it's in the dunes. Yeah, you know when they say keep off the dunes, don't touch the dunes, wildlife, preserve the wildlife, you know. But but toss, toss your volleyball into the dune and then run after it. Jeggies. I, I don't know. Oh, look at this. It's actually one, two, three, four people hit it. And then the one guy let it bounce, so just literally watched it bounce in front of his feet. This is unbelievable. Yeah, people are people are starting to stop. They're starting to stop. That makes they're stopping to watch this horrendous beach volleyball game. I mean, we're just watching what we're watching is 10 atrocious volleyball players, but really we're watching 10 people. We're watching skin cancer happen before our eyes. They're getting redder and redder these these nine dudes and one female. And uh, that serve, that serve is out of bounds. I'm sure the Olympics will be calling soon enough. Team USA has their number, I'm sure. And that guy just punched the volleyball right into absolutely nobody on the beach volleyball court. I don't know I don't know where that was going. Good serve right into the net. Very, very exciting. And I guess I guess I just um if somebody out there could just tell me, birthdayboypodcast at gmail dot com. If you're if you're up for these beach volleyball games, if you go out on a vacation What's the uh, what's the attraction for you? If you get involved, you get the whole family, all the cousins and the uncles and aunts and whatever. Brothers, sisters. You get out there on that beach. Everybody gets all oiled up. Play a little beach volleyball. What uh, what about the 95 degree, 108% humidity? Middle of the afternoon, blazing sun directly on your pasty bare skin. What, what is the uh, the allure? What brings you back to the beach volleyball court every every time? I'm just curious. I mean, I could even see if it was like, hey, we're gonna do the we're gonna we're gonna have a sundown volleyball game on the beach, where there's barely any sun, and that way we have reduced our chances of skin cancer exponentially. I could see that. If it's if it's 7 o'clock at night and they're starting out this, this beach volleyball game and there's barely any sun, it's mostly shadows, I get it. I mean, volleyball's cool. It's fun. Get some friends together. But what I'm saying is the beach volleyball game in the middle of this horrible, horrible heat and sun... I need that I need that explained to me how this is enjoyable. There's so many things I see people and they look like they're enjoying it and I can't comprehend for a second how that can be possible. Cuz there's nothing about that that looks fun or comfortable let alone healthy. You know, the rest of these assholes say what you will about sitting on the beach. 
But most of these jerks are at least under an umbrella. So you've got, you know, not a full exposure. Maybe they hop out, they pop out in front of the sun for a little bit, but, you know, you sit over the dopey umbrella, read your book, listen to your crappy tunes, you nod off for a second. The volleyball thing is just... It's all of the worst things combined into one. Physical activity, movement, heat, humidity, sunshine, sand, and none of the enjoyable things, uh, enjoyable aspects of the beach. Like, I, I don't know, I'm struggling to come up with, I, I was going to list the enjoyable aspects of the beach, but here I am speechless. The ocean, that's the only thing that's enjoyable to me. But frankly, with the sharks now swimming uh, inches from the shore and the flesh-eating bacteria in the ocean and the pool, I mean, what what can anyone do? Maybe these, who knows, maybe these assholes on the beach volleyball card are the safest ones on the beach. If it's a choice between E. coli, Zika, sharks, flesh-eating bacteria, and skin cancer, maybe these beach volleyball motherfuckers are the only ones with the right idea. I don't know. It all looks horrible. But I'm on a balcony with a nice breeze and 100% shade. That's... That's my kind of... scenario. That's, uh... Yeah. Oh, sick. Wait a minute. Six on six. What is this? We've got addition. Now it's a, now it's a full... A full rotation here, and uh, even with six people, it's now there's now there's twelve terrible volleyball players who can't serve a ball over a net. It's really amazing. That's the other thing. If you suck at volleyball, then I really don't know why you'd want to play beach volleyball. But you know, you're here, you're on the beach, and you probably feel obligated. That's my only guess. You feel obligated to be out there doing beach things. And what else is there to do on the beach? Sit? Sit and get cancer? Or move around with the volleyball and get cancer? I don't know. So there you go. Cancer. Zika. E. coli. E. coli? Ebola? <laughs> is, there, is there beach Ebola? Or ocean Ebola? <coughs> And then you get in the sharks. Oh, and the jellyfish. And the shells. The shells on your feet. And then you got to put those yeah, put those goddamn water shoes, water socks on. The most uncomfortable fucking footwear. I don't want to go on the beach with footwear. That's the whole point. And then you got these assholes wearing sneakers on the beach. I see one right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, I know what would be what it what would enhance the beach experience. A nice pair of New Balance sneakers. Boy, oh boy. We're not, we're not the brightest of species. But that's okay, because we're having fun, right? It's the beach. Yay, party time, dudes. Look at all the people, too. It just, it's just more and more with every second. All right. Breaks over. Back to work. Back to work. Which, sadly enough, is is preferential. If somebody said, hey, you can go on vacation. It's paid 
a week's paid vacation, but you've got to spend much of your afternoon, you've got to spend several hours of your day out in the sun playing volleyball, or uh, you, you can't take a vacation, you've got to bring your laptop, and you have to work inside from the air conditioning. I don't even need to finish that sentence. You know exactly which one I'm taking. And so I'm, I'm happy, to be, happy to be sitting at the laptop inside in the AC, staring at the ocean, staring at the beach. All right, that's it for this musing. Okay, so I've got one more clip to play. As I mentioned, this is from last night during the 4th of July fireworks show, which really you just have to walk out onto the balcony and look in any direction up or down the beach, and you'll see fireworks directly in front of your face. To the left, as far as the eye can see. To the right, as far as the eye can see. And then, you know, a bunch of assholes uh, hollering and cheering as though it's the first time they've ever seen these fabulous explosions of light and sound. Ah. Anyway, here's me after last night's fireworks. All right, I'm going to record because, uh, well, you can stay out here. We just finished watching uh, the 4th of July fireworks spectacular brought to you by Elio's Pizza. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm standing out on the deck here, out on the balcony. And uh, the 4th of July festivities never, never fail to disappoint. Never, f no, the opposite of that. They don't disappoint. They never fail to not disappoint. They never fail to whatever they're good that's what I'm saying uh, in any in any event it's really uh yeah there is another here we go ah, ah, there we go that's good that's good you get to a point where it's like after an hour of this it's like okay well, I mean <laughs> what else is there to see what else you know what, what are we doing here we've seen it big big explosions the rockets go boom, and uh, and that's it. But I think it's funny, you know, how uh, how patriotic we are. <laughs> we love our country so much. We go down to the beach, and light off thousands and thousands of rockets and fireworks, shooting debris and ash into the ocean. And leaving the remnants on the beach and in the dunes. Because a lot of these knuckleheads just shoot shit in any direction that it goes. Nobody really knows what they're doing. It's just, you know, it's a bunch of redneck assholes with fireworks. Boom, boom, boom. Pop, pop, pop. Crack, crack, crack. And, you know, it's like, you've seen it a couple minutes. It's like, okay, I get it. That's, that's enough. How much more of this do I need to watch? And, uh... Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's just funny. God bless America. Fuck you, planet Earth. But God bless America. And uh, I think we should rename planet Earth. Maybe, like, I think Doofus Factory would be a good name. Maybe Doofus Factory. As I watch all these doofuses doofing it up out on the beach. Whoa, explosions! Oh, it's good fun, though.
it's entertaining, you know. There's, uh, yeah, never a dull moment here on this big ball that we call the doofus factory. Explosions left and right out. Made me think about when, uh, when I lived in Florida and I would take Cameron out. She was a little tiny baby. And we'd walk around the neighborhood on the 4th of July. We were only there for two 4th of Julys, but they were pretty fantastic because just like being out here on the beach where you can look up and down the beach in any direction and you see fireworks going off everywhere, the spectacular displays of color and lights and sounds and explosions and imbeciles cheering and whooping and hollering as though they've never fucking seen this shit a million times in their lives. It's all just fantastic. It's just a, a real treat on America's birthday. To paraphrase Apu, we celebrate the birth of our country by blowing up a small piece of it. And I remember back in the day in Florida, Cameron and I, I would take her on 4th of July, we'd go walking around the neighborhood, and everybody in Newport Isles had their fireworks, most people shooting them off into the street because they didn't know how to do it, and it's just every yokel, jackass, moron, idiot, uh, you know, with, with some cash and the ability to walk into a store and say, oh, give me them fireworks. Uh, anyone who's qualified to do that has fireworks and is qualified to light them off. And uh, you just look, it was panorama every direction, 360, look to the left, look to the right, up, down, everywhere in between, and you see those fucking fireworks. And uh, nothing delighted me more than to look across the street, across the little causeway, into this some asshole's house. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> some asshole's house. Uh, he was out on his lanai with his stupid family, all cheering and hooping and hollering at the fireworks. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I hear him go, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" As I see the firework bouncing off the roof of his of his back porch, ricocheting off the wall, <laughs> flames, flames and sparks everywhere. <laughs> stupid asshole. Oh, God damn it! Get inside! Get inside! Ah, oh, Florida. God bless America. Maybe we do love these fireworks, don't we? Just spectacular. Anyway, that's it. That's my 4th of July. Uh, these are my 4th of July musings. As the fireworks are dying down, it's a little after 10 o'clock. And uh, they seem to all be dying down, thank God. Because it's been about an hour and a half and I'm, I've had enough. And I'm about to go inside and get back to my life and then uh, get up early so we can go for a nice swim in the ocean and step on all of the uh, pieces of fireworks and sparklers and bottle rockets that all these assholes are just going to leave behind in the sand so that's cool too yay all right oh they're, they're still going off in every direction that's enough that's enough for me though oh there yep Yay! Kabloom! Kablamo! Whoa! Another one! We just did it like 50 times before this, but let's do it again. Oh. oh, by the way, did I mention one of my favorite days of the year is the 5th of July? Okay. That's it. Jeez. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Love that sound. Never gets old. 
Doesn't rattle my skull at all in the least. Very, very relaxing. Uh, can't wait for the 5th of July. Alright. Happy 4th, assholes. Happy 4th, uh, America, and, uh, what a, what a beautiful doofus factory we live on. Good night. Good night now. Oh, hey, wasn't that swell? Those are all my, all of my recordings from this week on my phone, on the beach, on the balcony. Uh, and then anything that I didn't record on my phone, I have some notes written down, uh, some things that I'm going to talk about next week, the next time I'm able to record from the home studio with the much better microphone. Uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff. I've got some stuff from the sounding board about lawn mowing. Hopefully that's, I didn't take screenshots. Hopefully it's still on there. Uh, I've got some stories, some, some stories from, from this trip that I didn't tell, uh, about my, my Grubhub delivery guy. Actually it was DoorDash, this numbskull. Uh, gosh, the folks on the local news, I mean, you know, so much is going on down here that the hard-hitting news was a hot dog eating contest and then a cupcake eating contest and then uh, where to find the flash mob party because, you know, flash mobs, that's the latest craze of 2011, so of course it's a big deal here. Uh, and then there's lots of stuff. Uh, just, just, yeah, there's no time. I, it's We're over an hour and I'm going to be done, and I'm going to get back to my vacation, what little of it is left, and uh, that's it. Um, yeah, lots of stories for next time, lots to talk about. Please email birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com, and uh, there's yeah, there's probably lots of stuff that I forgot this week that I wanted to talk about, but I'm in such a makeshift uh, setup here that what's the point? We'll get back on track next week. Episode 11, we'll get back to the, you know, the, the quality that you're used to uh, it will not be a very special episode. I can, I can promise you that. All right, gang. Thanks for listening. I hope you had a lovely... I've already said this. Whatever. Fourth of July is done. Let's move on. It's the 5th of July. Happy birthday, Double J. Uh, hopefully you're listening. Something tells me you're not, though. We'll find out. Just like Cliff. Hey, Double J, fuck you. We'll see. And that's how I'll know if you're listening. <laughs> okay, happy birthday, Double J. I love you, buddy. And uh, I love all of you, too, for listening. I really do. It's fucking awesome. I say that every time. I'm going to keep saying that every time. And I love getting your emails, your texts, all that stuff. If you don't have my phone number to text me, then that's there, use the email. If you don't have it, you're not going to get it. And uh, if you do have it, feel free to use it. And... Um, <clears throat> and use the email, like I said, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. I still don't know that podcast. I was going to say birthdayboypodcast at podcast.com. Birthday, birthdayboy gmail at podcast? No, it's birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Use, use that. And tell me how great I am. Tell me how much I suck. Tell me how much the podcast sucks. Tell me how great it is. Tell me whatever ideas ideas for topics, things that I've talked about that I maybe forgot, pieces, elements of stories, uh, whatever, whatever you want to say, just do it. Reach out, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Okay, remember everybody, uh, 
positivity is for jackass, moron, pieces of shit, idiots. And, uh, but kindness, kindness matters. So, be kind. Okay, that's it. It's, it's over. We'll talk to you next week. I will talk to you. The royal we. The royal we will talk to you next week. And we will be back for more podcast adventures on episode 11. I hope you enjoyed episode 10. Talk to you next time. Later, gators. Spectacular, brought to you by Welch's. Mmm, that's juicy. Cliffy, give us a call back at your convenience, Cliff. This is your Uncle Cliff, Cliff. We need you to get here as soon as possible. I hope, I hope that you're coming out to the Island Spectacular, the Midsummer Spectacular, uh, Womack style, here on Hilton Head Island. Your grandmother has purchased a brand new uh, two-piece swimsuit. Oh, wait a minute, she's just telling me it's a, it's actually a four-piece swimsuit. Well, that's very interesting, and I'm sure you would agree that she'll be a vision in said swimsuit, Cliffy. Speaking of visions, I sure would love to see you come down to the pool wearing your favorite swimsuit, which as we all know, is just a nice pair of men's slacks and a nice dress shirt tucked into the slacks. That's good swimming, Cliffy. I know uh, I know you like to put those flippers on over your slacks and try to see how fast you can swim from one end of the pool to the other. And I sure would love to see that happen. Perhaps, Cliffy, perhaps you could race your grandmother in your swim slacks as she uh, races you in her four-piece bathing suit. And we could time you and see who gets to the finish line first. And then perhaps the winner would be rewarded with a delicious and refreshing glass of Welch's grape juice. Mmm, grapey. Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliff, if you could call me back as soon as possible. Oh, and by the way, yes, Cliffy, perhaps you've heard some other good news. Uh, we also, much like the Christmas uh, Island Spectacular, we have a few special surprises. Bibleopoly's back, Cliff. That's right, Bibleopoly's back, Cliff. As well as Trivial Pursuit Psalms Edition and good old oatmeal tasting. 
There's also a Welch's juice bar as the entire function and festivity is brought to you, as I mentioned, by Welch's. Mmm, that's grapey and juicy and grape juicy. And Cliffy, in addition to all of those uh, fabulous games and fun that us Womacks will be having, uh, there's a new game being added to this year's Summer Spectacular, and it's called Musical Chairs Mormon Tabernacle Choir Edition. That's right, we'll be playing a rousing game of musical chairs with the whole family, Cliffy, using only the tunes of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Some of their finest hymns will be playing as we walk slowly around uh, a number of chairs, and the last person to sit down loses. Of course, there are more chairs than people, Cliffy, so there really will not be any losers, only winners, Cliffy. Only winners at the Womack Summer Spectacular, brought to you by Welch's Grape Juice. Mmm, juice. Well, Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff Cliff, and I hope to see you at the Summer Spectacular on Hilton Head Island, brought to you by Welch's. Your Grandma Cliff will have her four-piece bathing suit, and we'll have a extra change of swim slacks for you, Cliff, so that you can race your grandmother and be rewarded with that delicious, juicy, fresh, sweet juice, sweet glass of Welch's juice. Welch's grape juice, Cliffy. Suck it down. Suck it down real good. Okay, Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff calling. Give me a call at your convenience. I know your grandmother misses you, and she has given me a message. Have my little baby boy, my little boy, my little butter boy, call me as soon as he can. Cliff, call me, goddammit, you little baby butter boy. That's a message from your grandmother, Cliff. Okay, Cliffy, this is Uncle Cliff Cliff. Call me back, Cliff. This is your Uncle Cliff Cliff calling to tell you to get here as soon as you can for the Summer Spectacular, the Womack Family Summer Spectacular, brought to you by Welch's. Okay, Cliff, I'll see you soon. Toodaloo!